Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kosmeski. Today I'm interviewing Dr. Barbara Cox. She's a psychologist, a leadership coach, a business consultant. She started her career as a scientist. She earned a BA in biology from the University of California, San Diego, and she worked for the Department of Defense and top environmental consulting firms. She went on to receive her PhD in health psychology, and then she started this mission to transform corporate cultures by helping leaders activate their intuition and establish a balance between, and this is key, between the masculine energy, competition, individualism, and productivity, and feminine energy, collaboration, creativity, and vulnerability within organizations. I think it's amazing what she's doing. I have her book in front of me called The Muse Process, which I love, and I'm excited to ask her some questions and share her geniuses with the audience. So welcome, Barbara. Thank you for having me, Mary Beth. I'm excited. So tell me a little bit about your journey, if you will, how you decided to end up or how you did end up on the the mission and the path you're at right now in helping to transform corporate cultures. How did you get to this point? Sure. Well, it was a little bit of a winding road, as I'm sure a lot of people's lives are. But I, I kind of noticed more working with individual clients, women and men, that they come in with work stress and, and problems in their workplace setting. So we would be doing some coaching around that. And then when the women became parents or partnered, married, they had a lot of other kind of issues about juggling friendships, community, connection. And as I was surveying all these hundreds, maybe thousands of people I've worked with over the past 20 years, I noticed these key themes arose in people's work life and their personal life where there was kind of a dearth of what I call the feminine energy, the feminine yin energy of being collaborative, like you mentioned in the intro, collaborative, having connection, being part of a group and feeling connected. People were coming in to see me that were very disconnected and it was having impact on the workplace. And the workplace were becoming very disconnected with the rise of working at home and remote working. So people having this sense of disconnection, it's really, from my biologist background, I saw that we evolved to be in groups. We evolved as part of a tribe. And when we take that piece out, what I call the feminine, the connection piece, people falter. They don't do as well at work. They get depressed. They get anxious. And it's really a physiological issue of our bodies are wired to be in community. And so I kind of got on the bandwagon to see how could I kind of so-called preach this message of like, let's get back onto community. Let's get connected. Because if we want to look at the bottom line, like a lot of American companies like to do, People are more productive when they have that connection, when they have that collaboration. They do better at work. The bottom line works. When they don't have that, the bottom line doesn't work. People are taking more time off for illness and sickness. So it was like, how do I get this message out? So I sat down and wrote my book. It took me about five years to get all the pieces together, but here I am. Well, it ties in exactly with the way that I have 
been thinking about things and also some of the research that I've done. So in my dissertation for my PhD, uh, which I got a few years ago, the dissertation was on this issue of belonging uh, uh-huh. and fitting and feeling like you're getting support and connection from the organization, you will, totally. perf- you will perform better. And so we took different sales organizations and we looked at financial advisors and especially organizations where they were highly populated with men. Did the women produce? Were they productive? Did they stay around for a long time? And there's this there's this terrible issue of gender balance, for instance, in the financial services industry. It's just heavily populated with men. And it's a great industry, really, for women to become a financial advisor or something. But I think it's exactly what you're talking about. You get into that environment and you just feel like you are not part of it all. You're not connected. You don't feel like it's collaborative. You feel kind of like an outsider. And you say, well, well, just because you feel like an outsider doesn't mean you, you should perform less, but it has been statistically proven out that, that actually you do perform less well when you feel like you do not fit in. And so talk about how that ties into your book, The Muse Process. Well, so I put out a call to action, basically, one of the steps on the book are if the outside world isn't going to make steps to change things via whatever legislation or corporate roles. We as individuals have to make the change. And so I always encourage people to take small steps. What can you do to be more connected? And if it's not at work, then what do you do in your outside life to put more time into your friendships or to develop colleagues to reach out. Because if you're feeling isolated, it's very often the case the other people are, but it's human nature not to speak out loud about it. So I encourage them in our work together and also in the organizations to build in time for social activities, to take time to have maybe assigned mentors to a new person coming in or have a time where you just have a company picnic that had been falling by the wayside. And I see that's getting more of a, a genesis coming in where people are spending time together just socially to build the bonds that say, hey, I want to work with this person. And I have men even coming in in individual sessions, they'll say they're feeling disconnected. They're feeling lonely. I mean, it seems like there's an epidemic of loneliness the past couple of years. So it's really an issue that needs to be addressed. So it's one of the key pieces that I encourage my individual clients and my group clients that how can we build in a little bit? It doesn't have to be complicated, just a little bit more time, five minutes a day, spend active time focusing on connection, friendships, colleagues, mentors, whatever you can do, take a small step towards that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the muse process and unleashing this power of femininity, I guess, for success and fulfillment. Talk a little bit more about those things, because it is all about what you just said, obviously, connecting and collaborating and finding your connection points so you feel like you are fitting in. But talk a little bit more about how one would do something like this if they're in a situation where they don't feel like they're fitting in their organization is not necessarily collaborative from their standpoint. So, well, I, this is a great question that illuminates one of my case studies that I think it's in chapter one, but basically I had 
and again, this is all, I changed the name, so I'm not releasing anybody's confidential information, but with several of, of my clients, I saw this theme. So they'd come in, their organization would send them in for more development skills and a lot of salespeople would come in and say, they're doing good, but they're not up to their optimal. So they'd come in for development coaching. So I had one gal in this case, I named her Sabrina, I think. She came in, she was feeling disconnected, and we did the process where I basically teach meditation and focusing skills on what their goals are, and we had to find one of her goals together as feeling more connected at work and also improving her sales and finding more collaborative connections. So I taught her some meditation and focusing skills. We went through that over a few weeks, few maybe eight weeks, and then she had envisioned kind of talking to her subconscious. How can I give me some ideas subconscious on what, where can I connect? Where can I feel like I shine? And then it turned out later on that week, one of her action steps was to start looking for that, where she felt that connection, noticing it, even if it was small, just a little uh, glimpse of it. So she started checking out new networking groups and and just reaching out to people that she wouldn't normally had reached out to. So she found, she was in medical sales. So she ended up finding through this work, two new large referral sources for medical sales. She connected with some MDs in their group. And it was just through this kind of connecting with her subconscious to give her her some signals, hey, these are, go here, go somewhere different that you normally wouldn't go to. And opening up those channels gave her, she got actually a 106% increase in sales. Nice. And she, she, yeah, I had her measure before and after because I was curious too. Like sometimes people say, hey, the mental mindset skills are soft skills, but do they have measurable impact? So I was doing my own little work dissertation. I was like, what's the before and after? I was like, wow, okay, (laughs) this has measurable results. And she felt, oh, these are my people. These are the people I should connect with versus the other groups that she was trying to connect with that she didn't feel supported by. You mentioned support. That's another key factor that I, I have people build into their, their meditations and their action steps where do I, what's fitting and feel like and notice when do I feel like I fit in? So a lot of times when we don't feel like we fit in, we're spending a hundred percent of our time focusing on that instead of bringing our attention. Okay. Well, maybe 1% of the time I feel like I fit in. Where is that? Who am I hanging out with? What am I doing? It might be something you're not taking note of. If you bring that more into your daily life, then you have more of that pattern come in. Right. So is this subconscious, is this really the inner success muse that everyone has? Is that what you're trying to activate? Right. There's the left brain and the right brain. The left brain is linear. The right brain is the more holistic, bigger picture intuition, what I'm labeling more the feminine side. So we all have this internally. So yeah, to boil it down in a nutshell, it's getting in touch with that more holistic right brain, the more creative side, and the most of the time, the more unconscious side that you're not consciously aware of. It's bringing you facts and data and pulling in information from the outside world. And that's the part that I'm hoping people get in touch with. 
Yeah, that's really amazing. It, it, is there, though, the the opposite? And maybe it's a male characteristic. I'm not sure. I hate to generalize. But are there are there certain people that just walk into situations and they don't even consider that they might not fit in? They just have this, and maybe you're not, I mean, I, I don't know what it is, but it's people who walk into a room with people that they don't know or walk uh, into a company and they feel like they fit in when they actually don't. <laughs> So is that something that happens? Yeah, you you mean like the people that are kind of what I call low emotional intelligence, where they're actually being maybe rude and obtrusive and they don't realize they are and they think, oh, everything's fine. Those people end up coming in for like skills coaching. (laughs) But I think (laughs) there's another set of people that they realize on more of a healthy scale that they can fit in anywhere. And I feel like, I'll be honest, I don't think I have that mastered in every social setting. But some people just kind of learn maybe from an early age that feeling like you fit in is solely a state of mind. And so once you can almost lock that in, that feeling of like, I fit in because I'm the one who gives myself validation, then no matter where you go, you can, quote, fit in. Even if there's some people there that aren't of your tribe, so to speak, you can always find a couple of people that you resonate with. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it absolutely does. So when you are working with people and and there's information in your book about this, which I thought was really interesting, you've got something in here called focus points exercise, and it's really how you unlock your power. Talk a little bit about, about that and about how people can unlock this power and focus on some different things. Sure. Okay. I love that question. So the focus points exercise and a nutshell, it's really saying to get in tune with your body-mind system. So a lot of times we operate from what I say is the neck up where we're all intellectual, we're in our head, especially those of us that like to write dissertations and books. <laughs> and, and there's a whole world of information from the neck down in our bodies. And so that exercise is really simple but complex that telling us that, hey, encouraging us to connect with our body, notice the information there, because a lot of time your body's telling you when you walk into a room who you need to connect with and who you need to avoid right away. And that's where you might, if you're in your head, you might discard the signals of your body, maybe clenching up or feeling a little more guarded or tense around certain people and other people feeling more like, you know, loose limb, open flow breath, those kind of people are the ones you want to hang out with that where your body's like, oh, I feel at ease. The ones where your body's like, eh, I'm feeling tense. You want to kind of gently avoid those people. And um, and so that's what that was about, tuning into the body, not just the head. Hmm, yep, yep. Well, I think that your book, The Muse Process, has lots and lots of uh, tips like that, but also other things where people can just develop a different perspective on what's maybe happening in their work, what's happening with their own success. I mean, it's a do-it-yourself guide really to improving your psychological health, I think, especially in the work world. Barbara, how can people reach you? How can they find out more about the book and uh, anything else about, about you and your company? 
The easiest way to reach me is just to go to my company webpage, simple. It's uh, www.drbarbaracox.com. And my email is there, information about the book. I have a Facebook page called The Muse Process. So if you just go into Facebook and, and type in The Muse Process, you'll see it there. So I always have discussions and motivational quotes and whatnot going on there. So those are the two best places to reach me. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about the Muse process with our audience today. You um, have done lots of great work, and I, I wish you the best in continuing to do lots of good work and in, in doing things for corporations and organizations and people. Thank you for having me, Mary Beth. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.